Hello, 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 and welcome back to an all-new, brand-new episode of Unknown Serial Killer. I'm here to feed this strange addiction that you have to serial killers. Of course, I have to show my appreciation. Thank you guys for joining me each and every week in supporting the podcast. I really appreciate it so, so, so much. You guys have made this an experience in itself, but... Enough of that. We're here to talk about some serial killers. But before we do that, of course, viewers' discretion is advised because we are talking about murder, violence, and possible drug use. But of course, murder and violence, so this is why we're here. And if you've missed any of the episodes in any of the seasons, please go back and check those out because you will kick yourself in the butt so bad if you missed any of these because they're just that great without further ado let's talk about anthony allen shore shore was born on june 25th 1962 in rapid city south dakota to robert and deanna shore his parents were both in the military and the family grew to include shore and two younger sisters laurel and gina moved frequently they eventually settled in houston texas Shore's parents fought constantly and engaged in extramarital affairs before finally divorcing in 1976. He later claimed that his mother molested him when he was 13 and his father frequently beat him. He exhibited antisocial behavior from a young age, killing a neighbor's cat and harassing and molesting his female classmates and sometimes younger friends of his sisters. He married Gina Lynn Worley in 1983, and they had two daughters, Amber and Tiffany. The couple later divorced a decade later. He married Amy Lynch in 1997 and divorced after she accused him of abuse. Shore's first known victim was 15-year-old Lori Trebley, who he killed on September 26, 1986. Trebley was walking to school when she was attacked. After attempting to sexually assault her, Shore strangled Trebley. Her body was dumped behind a Mexican restaurant in Houston. So he dumped her body like she was nothing. And let's get back to the fact that his parents were cheating on each other during their marriage. It's one thing to have like an open marriage and like, you know, it's okay. But if you're just willingly cheating because you're not happy, don't sit there in the marriage. Just divorce. And we kind of figured he was already going to be a serial killer because he killed his neighbor's cat. And that's how... It all starts. Let's continue. <clears throat> Shore sexually assaulted and strangled Maria del Carmen Estrada, 21, on April 16, 1992. Estrada was a Mexican immigrant working as a nanny. Estrada's body was found in the back of a Dairy Queen that same day. On October 19, 1993, Shore entered the home of 14-year-old Selma Jansky, then bound and sexually assaulted her. He then fled the scene on foot. Shore beat, sexually assaulted, and strangled Dana Rabola 9 on August 8, 1994. She lived in the Houston Heights area of Houston at the front of a small duplex. On the day of her death, she was seen at a local grocery store. Employees saw her leave the store safely, but she never returned home. She was found the next day on a loading dock behind a building. Police were given a lead by a neighbor who described a van that frequent the area. She was connected to the Maria del Carmen Estrada case by the killer's modus operandi. A rope with a bamboo stick attached was found around her neck. 
So he used the same motive to strangle a victim, and that's how they put the pieces together, sort of. Shore strangled Dana Sanchez, Sanchez, 16, on July 6, 1995. Shore offered her a ride in his van and killed her after she rejected his sexual advantages. Seven days later, an anonymous telephone call to a local news station actually made by Shore directed police to her body in a Harris County field. In 1998, Shore was convicted of molesting his two daughters. As a result, he was required to provide DNA. He was provided, requested to provide police with a DNA sample. Excuse me. In 2000, detectives pulled Maria Del Carmen Estrada's case from the cold files, testing tested DNA evidence from underneath Estrada's fingernails. It received a full genetic profile. The results were not immediately matched to Shore because of problems at the lab. As a result of an audit, the lab was closed in 2002. However, certain samples, including those taken from Estrada's nails, were sent to another laboratory for retesting. The results were not matched until 2003, which led to Shore's arrest for Estrada's murder. Eleven hours into the interrogation, Shore confessed to the murders of Maria del Carmen Estrada, Dana Ribola, Diane Ribola, sorry, and Dana Sanchez. He also confessed to the 1987 murder of 14-year-old Laurie Trebley and the 1994 rape of a 14-year-old girl. Detectives had no way of linking Trebley's killing to the other three murders because she had been strangled with a ligature. When asked why he switched to a, to a tourniquet, Shore replied, end quote, because I hurt my finger while murdering Trebley, end quote. Wow. How do you say that to the police officer? That's, this, man is, this man is crazy. Despite Shore's confession to the murders of the three girls, Estrada and the rape of a 14-year-old, Summer Jansky, prosecutors Kelly decided to only charge Shore for Estrada's murder because it contained the most forensic evidence. His trial began in October 2004. The jury found Shore guilty of capital murder. During the sentencing phase, Shore's only surviving victim testified after less than an hour of deliberation, the jury recommended that Shore be put to death, which Shore himself asked for. He was sentenced to death on November 15, 2004. Shore was executed by lethal injection on January 18, 2018 at 628 p.m. and was the first person executed in the United States in 2018. He was 55 years old. Before the execution, he confessed that, quote, I made my peace, end quote, and his last words were, quote, Ooh-wee, I can feel that, end quote. Why is that the last thing you want to say? Like, I guess he didn't have no remorse. He didn't have any last words, nothing else to say, but I can feel that. Okay. Anthony Shaw's daughter, Tiffany, gave many interviews about her father and the abuse she and her sister went through. She was featured in many documentaries, including Evil Lives Here and Living with the Serial Killer. This was also covered by many documentary series, including Cold Case Files, Inside the Mind of a Serial Killer, Mark of a Killer, and Signs of a Psychopath. So if you want to go check any of those out, there they go. There's the name of the shows. You can definitely do that and see it for yourself. Thank you guys for tuning in this week on this episode of Anthony Allen Shore. Please continue to tune in each and every week as we uncover a different serial killer each and every day. Like I tell you guys, 
be nice to people because you never know who they kill. Thank you guys for joining me and see you guys next week.